Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. I'm here with Lance Generic Psycho. I'm Al Gitter Dunn Gore. We have a great show for you today. We're going to talk about jobs, wages, participations, give you an inside the look of F9 for 2024, and answer what drives your staff. Uh, Rich, I want to do a shout out. Thank you for the screen uh, switcher, but it seems to be shorting out now. It was working ah, before. It was doing its job. Yeah, but we'll see. Shoot. Yep, I think we're back to where we were. Darn it. That's too bad. Man, we tried again. Now we're, we're just, yep. Okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Anyways, um, Lance, I guess it goes straight to me. Here we go. Well, we have a. We should probably pay oh. the bills. Let's accurate accurate bills. data is crucial, especially in today's business environment. Outdated and inaccurate data leads to turnarounds, delays, and rising costs with supply chain and staffing issues. These costs and delays can multiply. That's why a resource like ArcCat.com is so important. ArcCat works with manufacturers to keep their data up to date and accurate and offers it to you easily accessible and free. Use ArcCat's powerful search engine to find out what you need and download it right there on their site without needing to pay anything or even register. So, Try ArcCat.com today. That's A-R-C-A-T.com. Thanks again for being a long-time uh, listener, and but also, a, obviously, to ArcCat, thank you for being a long-time supporter. Uh, without you guys, we, we might not be doing the Friday show. So thanks for keeping the lights on and uh, making it worthwhile. Go check them out. They're great. Check them out. Al Gore. Okay, let's just dive right in. Yeah. Uh, December jobs report. Good or bad? Good. Whoa. Shocked Wall Street? Shocking. 216,000 jobs added at the end of the year in December, up from 173 the previous months, and they were only expecting 175. So the unemployment rate was uh, north of 3.7 for the month. That's that's basically nothing. Um, they are expecting 3.8. Uh, and then what I also wanted to bring up here, though, is that, I mean, the soft landing seems... Like it's working out well, good for them. Um, <laughs> good, good, good for everyone, actually. But where was it? Oh, here we go. Wages, closely watched indication for inflation and a gauge of how much le leverage workers have in the labor market. Increased 0.4% on a monthly basis and 4.1% over the last year. Economists expected wages to rise 0.3 um, over the last month and uh, 3.9 over the last year. So the wages increased 4.1. Yep. Last year. Yep. Hmm. Good. Good, good, good. That's a lot more sustainable because as an employer, I can tell you it's not sustainable to have to, you got to, you got to try your best. You got to, you got to, you got to have a lean life, a lean business, all of that stuff so that hopefully then you can keep up with inflation when it, when your staff demands it. And it was really tricky 
uh, during the what do they even they even had a name for it I think like so the, the Great Resignation or something like yeah. that like all, all these all all the workers right millennials mostly millennials were just like jump a chip jump a chip jump a chip yep and uh, and there was so much cash Janet Yellen uh, in the economy right in 2020 and 2021 after they did all their all their stimulus stuff. That it just it just made it like you had to be giving out substantial raises to keep staff um, in that way, which it, we're going to get to a also versus a type X versus type I and what drives motivation of staff. So it's not just money, but uh, I think, thank goodness, 4.1 is much more manageable. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, another key metric did decline, though. Lays labor force participation rate ticked lower to 62.5 down from 62.8 so not not a huge thing um but that's still i would like to dive into that number more like because that still seems like a low rate like shouldn't 75 percent 85 you know labor participation rate seems low um i don't know what's the historic average do you know mm, we can probably find it out historic average Of labor rates. Uh, of labor participation. Look at this. Lance, take a look. Ah, here we go. So there's a graph. It goes from 1950. Wow. And it was at 59. Well, women dude, weren't working. There you go. Uh, women weren't working. And then basically in the 70s, it starts to tick up and it yeah. goes to above 60%. In the 90s. Okay, Al. There's your answer. 67. Or honestly, the peak, 67, right? Yep. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it, through the 2000s, it went down from 67 to 63. Mm -hmm. Obviously, COVID jumped it down to 60. Now we're at 62. We're yeah. On the upswing. Yeah. We're I wonder upswing. if this was supposed to swing back up there. Yeah. But it was. then. Yeah. Little intervention there. Little, Lance, little bit tiny intervention. intervention. There, yeah. Seems totally normal, right? Yep. Yeah. Goofy. Okay. Good. All right. Good stuff. All right. <coughs> Let's talk about, you know, this is called Inside the Firm for a reason. Uh, F9, there's there's a, a bunch of things that Lance and I are doing, but we wanted to give you uh, an update for the book of the year, the focus of the year, and the goal of the year. Lance, start off with the book of the year. So the book of the year, we, we, we feel like... Uh, so it's 2024. We technically started the firm in late 2009. So this would actually be our 15th year. 14th year if you include the full time that Al and I have been here. So right in there, 14, 15 years uh, through the wonderful work that we've and the investment that we've put forth this last year with our marketing team. We are almost on the first page of Google consistently in Colorado. It's, as If you just Google architecture firm, it's a big deal. Anybody who's spent and invested the kind of time and money that we have knows how hard it is to get on that first page. What I'm getting at with that is like our our sort of self-reflection is, all right, we're established. We're done. There's no more starving. Um, we we have referral. We have people that refer us work. We we have a great team. And uh, it seems like we can we are able to pay the bills. We have never laid anybody off. We're continue. We're able to keep up with the the craziness of the inflation, like we talked about, by giving appropriate raises, and paying people well, and all that good stuff. 
what is the missing piece for F9? For us, we think it is we need to refocus on on design. And I actually wrote something, and I, I don't know if you have that up, I, the phrase or whatever that... Uh, let me see if I can look it up real quick here. I, I wrote something to Al over the break about after uh, there was a book. I can't remember what even book I was reading about it. And it was... Oh, was it Drive? It might have been Drive, which we're going to get to, yeah. Yeah, there's me and you arguing a little bit. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, oh perfect. So uh, so our, our number one purpose for the next year should be... Are you reading the one that I revised? Yeah. Our purpose is to improve the lives of our customers with the goal that each project should be the best design possible and potentially award-winning design work. Uh, so how that plays into what our book of the year is going to be is I took I took a couple different polls, internal, external, and asked other art designers and architects, what is if you could just only one book, you can only recommend one book, what would be the one book you'd recommend to in to reinforce the importance of design and good design, great design, excellent design. And the overwhelming audience, the overwhelming answer was A Pattern Language by Christopher Alexander. So that's the book we're going to read. Yep. Starting not next week, a week after. And that leads into our focus for the year, which Lance touched on. Our focus for the year, and I'm part of my lean is I'm going to add this to the lean. I'm going to take off for mine and show everyone. Uh, we did the... Uh, seven habits of highly effective people the new things that people can talk about like design and delivery Ooh. design and delivery nice um because lance already called over the design the delivery part we're trying to literally get into the nitty-gritty on what makes uh, architecture set easily buildable and we're literally having discussions about how to call out screws and how to make it so like we're literally thinking if someone gets sent and it's not always going to be our the the smartest guys that have been there for a long time like it, it might be for someone else who's framing it how do they walk in the aisle how do they know what they have and if they don't have it there how do they know what else to get without spending a half hour in there yep. or having to go to another place like yep. that's just like one examples of many conversations we're having on the firm of how do we deliver these drawings so that they are just easy to build. Yep. 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 And then the last goal Al's got here, which is we'd met last year, uh, 20% profit. Yep. 20% Average, plus. average service-based uh, design engineering firm like that usually gets 13%. If you're, if you're doing 20%, you're crushing it. If you're doing 30%, you, you're murdering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like uh, the law is like coming after you. Like, Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, la last topic I want to talk about before we get into AR Jeopardy is is I read a, a great book and I took some notes on it that actually I'm going to, there's some stuff it that we're going to do regarding staff. It's called Drive. So uh, I can't remember who gave me this book recommendation. I think it was uh, somebody that I, that I interviewed. Uh, the author is, and uh, Mark LePage, if he's listening, said yes it's a great book everybody should read it uh drive by daniel h pink and he's the author of also a whole new mind the surprising truth about what motivates us so i've got a, a little blog up here oh cool you switch me awesome mm -hmm. yeah and, my computer froze by and the there's way. two types of motivation 
Uh, so your staff is motivated in two different ways, right? And maybe, maybe, maybe they're maybe staff A. Let's just call him staff A. He's he or she is motivated in both ways, or one more than the other, or maybe just all. It it all depends, right? So there's two type X. There's two types of people basically that they identify: type X and type I. And the X and the I mean, mm. extre- uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation, right? So psychologists categorize behavior into two types. Type X behavior is driven by extrinsic desires and less by intrinsic satisfaction of an activity. This is motivation 2.0. Type I behavior is driven by intrinsic desires, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. So the we're con- we've already touched on both of these, right? Like, you have to pay people well. And if you pay people well and they're not worried about money, and I know this is just being an entrepreneur and somebody who came from a lower class middle family. Having money isn't everything, but not having it is, right? What does that mean? That means if I don't have any money, it's everything. It's all I worry about. It will be nearly impossible for me to get into a flow state. So think about that with your employees. If they don't have any and they're struggling... It's probably it's probably what's going to drive them more than anything, right? If you take away most of that heartburn, that then allows them to get into a flow state and be a type I, an intrinsic, where they're all then all they're worried about is autonomy, mastery, and purpose. I love it. I love it, and it can be a mix too because uh, maybe you didn't go into it. it. It's probably in here, but maybe you know off the top of your head. So, what is extrin? extrinsic motivation is it like oh perfect status money yep it, it's compensation compensation simple as simple as that right yep. and, and what they go on to say in the book is that they they're like that is a it's a short form of reward like the the time lapse is very short and and it's uh they might get the money right away but the satisfaction there is diminishes really quickly Whereas if you if you put people in a position where they can be autonomous, and they can they can use their passion for design for us for mastery, example mastery yep mastery, that's when they get into a flow state. And if anybody's wondering like what is this woo woo flow state? I, I know people have heard that term all the time. It's just, it's just simple. Somebody asked me on a I was guesting on a podcast yesterday, and they go well if people if people people are hearing you, but what do they how do they know if they're in it? And I go, oh, it's just simple. It's just simple. Everybody's experiences. I, I guarantee it. Almost everybody's experiences, right? Um, let's say Al is drawing on his own time his his spaceship that he wa- he wants to design a spaceship or whatever you were doing yep. with X space station. at one point. Space station. Al starts doing that right after dinner at 7 p.m. at his house. Al works on it. Al looks up. It's now 9 p.m. Al goes, Wow, I felt like I was only doing that for ten minutes. Yep. That's flow state. That's where that's where you want to be. That's that's how like people talk about this like culture like culture a lot. We do too, right? Like, ah, oh, I'm trying to get this culture going in my firm. I'm trying to get this culture going. And and one of the biggest it's like it's like what, how do you describe that? Like, what is that? Like, uh, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. If you have that kind of culture to where people can be, you know, like they said here. Uh, autonomous. They're trying to master it with their their craft, and then they're all that's through their their purpose. Their purpose is like, yep, I was put here on the earth to be an architect. If you can create that kind of culture, you're gonna have a lot of people. Let's say your quitting time is five p.m. 
look up at the clock and go, oh my God. It's five already. Or, oh my God, it's Friday. That's where you want to be. I remember hearing that a lot last year. Yeah. A lot. And yeah, like, holy cow. Can't yeah. believe. So great. Uh, so now, Airy Jeopardy. Let's do it. Bring down the team. All right. Question number one. Which of the following documents outlines the responsibilities and obligations of the parties involved in a construction project? Is it A, submittal, B, addendum, C, contract, D, change order? Uh, what do you got? C, C, B. It is C, contract. Okay. Uh, in Question number two. Uh, in architectural design, what does the term fenestration refer to? Is it A, the facade, B, the door and window placement, C, HVAC layout, or D, interior finishes? <laughs> I know. B, 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 you are correct. Well, welcome to the real A-R-E, Ross. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Number three, when an alcove containing a water fountain has two side two sidewalls 25 inches deep, what is the minimum distance between the sidewalls for approach to the fountain? Is it A, 18 inches, B, 30 inches, C, 36 inches, D, 60 inches? When an alcove containing a water fountain has two sides, two sidewalls 25 inches deep, what is the minimum distance between the sidewalls for approach to the fountain is it a 18 inches b 30 inches c 36 inches d 60 inches i wonder how much of society would be lost on that like because you, your brain yeah. has to go third dimensional once you try to figure out what the problem is saying uh correct answer is c 36 inches this is a width going in yeah they have to be 36 the width inches the width yep that's what they're asking no they're saying you have two side walls they're 25 inches deep how wide does it have to be so you can get in there? Yeah. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. That's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. Like, like how much of society was lost with that? Because that's quantitative reasoning right there, right? Like, that's literally why we have to take the stupid... Good. God forbid there's a diagram, right? You're like... Yeah. like uh, okay, anyway. It's just big write descriptions. <laughs> yep. Yep, just the book. Number four. <laughs> okay, what's the score for? <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> oh, cool. Good job, Jake. Number four. Which of the following is a primary function area? Is it A, locker rooms, B, mechanic rooms, C, bank lobby, and D, corridors? All right. Which of, is it? Yep. Which of the following is a primary function area? Is it A, locker rooms, B, mechanic rooms, C, bank lobby, D, corridors? Correct answer is C, bank lobby. Wow. We have three? Three, 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 three? Sweet. Here's, ah, okay. This is not the best tiebreaker, but we're going to, it like. First one to say it, I guess. I guess. You see it. Yeah. You say it. Just say it. <laughs> Someone should take advantage of the rules here. As it relates to the 2010 accessibility standards is the written word law. True or false? 
Thank you. you. All job, she had to do was just guess what. Risk. I heard the inclination, <laughs> questioning even your answer, and w taking the risk in what? in your voice. Where are we going to eat? That was great, Georgia, Georgia boys. boys. All right, take us out. Lad. All right, welcome to uh, 2024. I hope if you're listening to this and you're a firm owner, you are going to try to do a book like we do every year. It's super helpful. If you like this episode, you do too. Leave us a positive comment, like, subscribe. We'll see you next episode. 